0: Raise your hand if you've been wanting to do more influencer marketing, but you find it too time consuming to find the right partners. You have to identify people, check their engagement, reach out to gauge their interest in your brand. And you know that no matter how efficient you become with your process, it's impossible to scale even with help. But how cool would it be to build an army of micro influencers who you know already love your product and shop with you? It'd be pretty friggin' awesome, right? Well, guess what? There's an app for that, and today's guest is here to tell us all about it. His name is Brett, and he is the founder and CEO of Gatsby. He started developing the technology in 2016 after recognizing that building an e-commerce site is the easy part now. But standing out from the competition and acquiring customers is harder than ever. Prior to starting Gatsby, Brett started and sold his first company that provided healthier vending machines to school districts throughout California. And he worked in Silicon Valley at Box pre- and post-IPO, so this is not his first rodeo. He lives in San Diego with his girlfriend and puppy and loves good coffee, rock climbing, and honestly just helping merchants. I first met him about a year or so ago, and at the time, Gatsby was still cost prohibitive for most of you, so I held off on sharing the platform. But boy have they grown a ton since we first connected, which has made Gatsby accessible to so many more small businesses. Tune into this week's episode to hear why tapping your existing customer base is the best place to find micro-influencers, why micro-influencers beat out the big names, and how Gatsby can help you do this at scale from identifying those with influence tracking when they post about you, and even sending them rewards through your integrated email marketing platform like Klaviyo. And make sure you listen through to the end because Brett has something special for e-commerce Badassery listeners. All right, I won't make you wait anymore. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Brett.
1: Jessica, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. So I'm super excited to talk about Gatsby, of course, but also just micro influencers in general and why kind of the e-commerce market is really moving towards that versus all the big guys. But before we do that, yes, I introduced you in the beginning, but I'd love to just in your words here, why you got into this entrepreneurship game in the first place.
1: I mean, it's been in my blood since I was as young as I can remember. I remember being with my fellow friend kids back in the school ground, whatever, and always coming up with ideas and schemes and whatnot to sort of start businesses. But really, once I went to college, I started my first company after I graduated, like right when I graduated. And that did healthy vending machines for school districts throughout California. So one of my first passions was around the obesity epidemic. And actually, I did that before Michelle Obama came into the White House, like about a year before. And then once she came in, that really blew us up. We ended up getting like three or four major school districts within the course of a week. And ultimately, I had to sell the business just to service the contracts that we had won. So a really cool opportunity. I sold that when I was in my early 20s and then spent the next four years at a big software company in the Valley, one that went public while I was there, super exciting, and then left that to start Gatsby. And that was 2015, 16, when I sort of had the idea that would become Gatsby. And I've been working on this project full time for about five years now.
0: That's so awesome. So this is just what you do, basically. Like, (laughs) you're just an idea man, it sounds like. So that's super cool. Congratulations on such early success. We love hearing those stories. Thank you. You're very welcome. I remember when, I don't even know how I first came across you or how we first got in touch or how we first talked but I've been on your email list since then. And maybe it's been about like a year or so. And I just keep seeing like new integration, new integration, new integration. So you've been killing it over there. So congratulations. I'm super excited to share with the audience about Gatsby and what it can do for their business. But let's talk about the micro influencer thing, because I think a lot of ecom entrepreneurs get a little bit of FOMO of like, oh, well, you know, this person only has 10, 20, 30,000 followers and like they really want the big people and, you know, they know it's too early for them. So what can you kind of tell those listeners of why it's actually better to focus on the micro-influencer and why that's what you do and what Gatsby was built for?
1: So I'll tell them that we have some of the largest customers in Shopify using our software and they're using it because they want micro-influencers right? Or they want to supplement what they're doing with micros. And the way that micro influencer marketing works is it requires scale. You've got to build that army of micro influencers. And when I looked at the industry, the Shopify space five years ago, I recognized that the barriers to entry were very low. Like pretty much anybody could create a Shopify store with relatively low cost. In fact, just last night was one of the first times I have ever been converted by an ad on the very first ad ever. Like funny, my girlfriend sent me an Instagram DM. She thought it was a meme, but actually it was an ad from this company that sells this floppy fish dog toy. I was even giving a shout out because I think it was awesome. Grizzly Boy is the name of the company. And I never heard of them before last night. Got the ad, went to the site, found all the details I needed to find, got the incentive, The Clavio pop up was there, did the whole thing. And literally, I was the exact customer. And I basically got converted by what my girlfriend thought was a meme, basically a micro influencer, but actually was an ad, which we'll get into that in a minute. But the point is, like when somebody refers you to something, someone you trust refers you to something, you take a look at it. And so when my girlfriend sent me that ad, I took a look and I laughed and I thought my puppy would love this. So if you could amplify that strategy, you will be better off. And people out there who are, thinking they have to have a large celebrity influencer to get into influencer marketing, I'll challenge that by saying the traditional influencers out there, we have a, you mentioned integrations, gorgeous. We just did a webinar with gorgeous where we showed that Tasha from The Bachelor uh, or Bachelorette, she did a sponsored Instagram post with a large brand and it got about a 1.8% engagement rate, which is relatively common for a large influencer post. On the flip side, we have a customer who... Uses Gatsby, it's a shoe brand, and their customers talk about their products and they get a 10.8% engagement rate, like basically a 10x engagement. So if you can get many more people that have a smaller targeted audience talking about your brand, the magnification is much better, the ROI is much better. And that's what we solve for with Gatsby and our partners' integrations that we hook into.
0: Oh my God, that's so amazing. And I know I probably told this story before, but I don't remember who the influencer was. And this was a few years ago, but it was like some Instagram famous person. She had this huge following and she like created a t-shirt line and then like couldn't sell any t-shirts to her following because nobody cared. But when you have those smaller people, their audiences are so much more engaged and actually care about what that person has to say. And it's not just like, I feel like sometimes people follow big influencers just so they can rag on them a little bit and just like envy hate them (laughs) because we're bored, I guess. I don't know. Uh, So having those smaller influencers in your corner, definitely going to work better for you. I was just having this conversation with someone the other day in my Facebook group and they were asking me, well, like, how do I find these influencers? And I'm like, well, it's a little bit of research. You got to kind of pick and choose the people that you want. And I know that this is the thing that Gatsby solves. So can you talk to us a little bit about what Gatsby does and how it helps you find these micro-influencers?
1: Yeah. So when I started this company, like I mentioned, five years ago, I didn't really know much about the influencer marketing space. All I knew was that, like I mentioned before, the barriers to entry were very relatively low for Shopify stores. And I realized that most Shopify merchants were growing through one of two channels, either or both Facebook ads and Google ads were the primary channels to acquire new customers. And I thought that is the scalable model. You know, you turn on, turn off the spigot, but there was this third channel on the peripheral, which was influencer marketing that never could quite scale to the same degree as ads. And. When I looked at that, I thought, how can I make that approach scalable? And that's how this all started. One of the reasons why I couldn't scale was just how manual the process was to identify influencers, jot them down on a spreadsheet, reach out to them through DM, follow up on DM, answer their questions, get them over product, track when they post, take screenshots of stories, send over rewards, give them affiliate links. And just There's so many processes in place that were very cumbersome. And a lot of times, if you went to micro... It didn't pay off. You wouldn't get enough reward for all that manual work. So you really couldn't go to the most authentic influencers in the first place. And I thought, this is ridiculous. There's got to be a way to reach or tap into this segment of marketing, this truly nano micro-influencer at scale. And so this hypothesis that I came up with was, hey, if you are a large enough Shopify store, or even if you're a moderately sized Shopify store, you have customers and a certain portion of them are going to have a degree of influence. And if you strip away a lot of that manual work, suddenly it becomes profitable to reach out to all those micro influencers at scale if it's through automation. And so, what we do is we help you identify influencers not through any manual process, but instead simply asking your customers to give you their Instagram handle somewhere in the conversion funnel. So, it could be in your pop up that you have on your homepage from just Uno or Clavio or whatever pop up you're using, ask for handle right there next to email, right there next to phone number. Boom, a third option, it could be a landing page. Drive your customers to a landing page to give you their handle, part of a get more involved with us campaign or join the influencer program. And then third, and this is the advice I'm going to give to everybody listening today. We're recording this podcast in mid-October. Black Friday is coming up relatively quickly. And the number one thing that I'm suggesting clients do right now is they add a field post-purchase to ask people who just bought to provide you with their Instagram username. And we have a guide, a 20-second GIF, all this stuff out there that if you're using Klaviyo and you're using Shopify, it is extremely easy to add this form field to show up right when the order is completed on that thank you page. So whatever you do though, wherever you add that field for, for handle, Gatsby then will take that handle and provide you insights on that individual within a split second. So we'll pull in how many followers they have, their Instagram bio. We'll score them using different metrics we have internally. It'll basically spit out a micro-influencer or not, right? And then what makes us truly powerful is that we don't force you to go into Gatsby all the time. We send this influencer data directly back to their profile in Clavio, or in OmniSend, or in Gorgeous, or in Yatpo Loyalty, or in Through Whatever you're using to manage your customers and do marketing outreach, whatever you're using for automation, we'll put that influencer data right there. So just imagine here, Jessica, like your clients, they're already building Clavio flows or OmniSend flows, right? They're doing abandoned cart, they're doing drops, all these things. You can now layer on top of that influencer data, or I should say Instagram data. So people say, hey, when they get a handle, if that customer has between one follower and 500 followers, they get this email, ask them to go post about the brand. Or if they have between 500 and 1,000, they get this other email to post about the brand, which maybe offers a sweet little discount or a carrot. And then so on, all the way up the chain so that each of your customers are broken into influencer buckets automatically. You can go even deeper to say, hey, if they have bought these products before, this type of product before, and they had this much influence, give them a more targeted offer. So I don't want to get into all the details of our products right now, but you get the idea that you can scale outreach and you can scale rewards because we do at Gatsby also track when they mention you in content, score that content for you save it for you and trigger a clavio flow saying, thanks for your mention. All that happens automatically.
0: Oh my God. That's so freaking cool. I know I say this a lot on the podcast, but sometimes I have to remind you if you're listening to this on two times speed or you're driving and you're only half paying attention, come back and really listen to that because It is putting your influencer marketing strategy on autopilot and that's what we all want to do. And I know so many of you guys don't even bother because you can't even think to like, oh, I have to go look them all up and then follow them. And just like everything Brett was saying earlier, and it's so much work. Now let's really talk about who this is for, because one of the things you mentioned, and there's of course an investment that goes along with getting a platform like this, but you said earlier, if you have a lot of traffic or mid-sized traffic, I already forgot the words that you use, but who do you see being successful or finding that initial ROI on this platform?
1: So there's really two categories that I think are important to consider. One is the industry you're in and two is the amount of traffic that you have. Of those two, the amount of traffic you have is going to be more important because as long as you have customers, no matter what you sell, people are going to love your products, we have customers that sell tools, nothing that's super sexy, but they have customers that do talk about them thanks to Gatsby. So if you're in industries that are more visually appealing, so think fashion, apparel, athletics, those things are just naturally going to probably yield to a larger category of influencers. And that whole approach is just easier, but I wouldn't say you should count out the strategy at all, because at the end of the day, we're giving you more data on your customers. So anyways, industry is not as important as traffic. However, I will say we do have a starter plan that's 90 bucks a month. So it does open up to merchants that are relatively early and it adds value because even if you only collect a handful of handles per day or per week, you still can import people you're tracking to and you can automate a lot of the process that you're doing manually with Gatsby as well. So even for smaller merchants that may not collect a lot of emails or handles on their website yet, we have a plan for you as well.
0: Okay. So let's say I have some VA or someone kind of doing the research for me. I can bring their handles into Gatsby and then you will still give me the same data. You will still push it over to Clavio for me and I can still set up all that stuff automatically.
1: That's right. The only limitation for pushing it to Clavio is you have to have an email address. If you put a dummy email address in, you really can't email that influencer. So the real magic is getting the email and handle together. But if you do have just handles, you can put in a fake email just to put something in there. And you can still track when they mention you and track all their posts and see their stats in one place.
0: Gotcha. I guess it's cool too, guys, like even if you don't get that email right away, to get it into Gatsby to get the stats so you don't have to do that part and then figure out if it's someone you want to reach out to if you're still doing that manual outreach. And so you can think of it as an analytics tool. So that's like super freaking cool. Oh my gosh. I love this. So I remember loving it when I met you the first time and I feel like you guys have just grown so much. So it's just even better now.
1: Actually on that point, we're rolling out TikTok this month.
0: (gasps) Oh, Okay, talk about that. Please talk about that.
1: Yeah, so while it's been five years, the bulk of our platform has really grown since October of 2020 when Clavio announced our integration. We released a whole bunch of new functionality in October of 2020 with that launch. So I think of our software really starting about a year ago. And we've been Instagram focused for the past year. But with this month, October of 2021, we're rolling out TikTok insights. So you'll be able to collect Instagram handle and or TikTok handle Get the insights on them. The tracking of content on TikTok is not going to be live this month, but obviously it will be coming out relatively soon. And then in addition, we have some another amazing set of features coming out. I'll just kind of foreshadow here. We've also rolled out Instagram stories recently. So that's a new feature. But going forward, I love this one. So inside of Gatsby, you're going to know all the content that you're being tagged in by your customers. You're going to see the images, the Instagram story videos. You can sort them by engagement rate or by number of likes it got, whatever, and see the most high-performing content. Well, one of the biggest hurdles I hear from our larger merchants, especially, is there is a constant demand for fresh UGC or fresh content on advertising for Facebook ads. And influencer marketing managers are often screenshotting Instagram to get a picture they're tagged in, download it, manipulate it a little bit, and upload it back to Facebook ads. Well, in Gatsby, we saved the raw image for you and we're building out a feature to be able to automatically turn those pieces of content into ads directly for them within Gatsby. So you can just take your top three or four pictures you're tagged in, turn it into a carousel ad on Facebook, set the audience, set the budget and press launch. So really easily turn your UGC into ads.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Is there going to be a way to like get approval from them to use that content or is that something we'll still have to do manually?
1: So the way that brands are doing that is they're using the Klaviyo form or whatever form they're using to collect the handle. It could include a checkbox for terms and service or terms and conditions so that the influencer is agreeing when they give their handle that this could be used for marketing purposes, for repurposing on advertising, however you want to put the language in there. And then you can just have that checkbox in Klaviyo that they have approved influencer marketing.
0: Got it. Awesome. So I just wanted to touch on something really quick because as a consumer of SaaS products, software as a service, I think a lot of times we get a little annoyed when things don't progress like as quickly as we want them to, or there's this feature we wish that a platform had and it doesn't. So since you're here... Like I've been working on this for five years. I feel like it really started a year ago when the Clavio integration released. And I remember that very vividly. How long was kind of the planning and then the development and all of that from like inception of integrating with Clavio to it actually going live and not just, hey, I integrate with Clavio, but like Clavio announcing that they integrate with you. That's very different.
1: Yeah. So from 16 to 20, we had different iterations of our product out. We had to deal though with major shifts in the market. So fire festival took place, which kind of changed our use case brands. were starting to use us for different, I had a very early version of something else and then that fire festival happened that morphed us into the space we're in. And then we launched this new update and then Cambridge Analytica happened and all the APIs from Facebook got turned off. We had to rebuild it again. So it was a rocky first three, whatever years. Not basically on our own reasoning, but just industry. But then when COVID happened, I took my foot off the gas when it came to sales because it was a really weird time. As you know, brands were very unsure what they wanted to do when COVID started. And I decided to put in place a bunch of feature requests. And a lot of that basically took about six months, seven months to really build out. And luckily we had COVID, which was a very slow time in the beginning for stuff. So anyways... Once, though, I started to develop the new features, I already had connections to Clavio through a mutual customer that was very big. And I told them about some of the updates. And actually, Klaviyo was like, holy cow, I see your integration. If we could do this one extra little piece of it, this would be an amazing, amazing integration, super unique. So actually, it was in collaboration with them that we built one of the elements of our integration that's really taken off. Part of the mentioned deep tracking functionality and how we apply that to their APIs. And ever since then, that relationship has been very strong and it's led to more partnerships as well.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, guys, because I'm that way too, but this stuff takes time and there's a lot of things that they're dealing with in the back end that we have no clue about and don't even understand, like on the most basic level. So, give them all a little grace when you're working with SaaS platforms. (laughs)
1: What's that new Adele song that came out last night? Go easy on me. That's what it's called.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Amazing. So I know you have a bunch of case studies on your website, which we're going to link to everything in the show notes here that you guys can go look and read and kind of get a sense if it's the right fit for you. But one of the things I always like to do on these shows when I have guests is I like to keep it real with my audience because there's a lot of BS on the internet. So I would love to know if there's maybe someone who uses your platform, who maybe like tried this new way to do this, like micro influencer thing that maybe didn't work that we can just like let the audience know, like they're not alone and everyone kind of screws stuff up sometimes. And then on a more positive note, a way that someone has used Gatsby and just seen insane, incredible results. So a little bit of both sides.
1: You asked me this question before we recorded, and I've been thinking about it throughout the episode. Obviously we have churns, you know, not every customer is still with us. But typically, when we have a churn, it's nothing to do with a failed strategy, but more importantly, it's about either they don't have enough volume, or basically about expectations being misaligned. So, if you have a relatively small brand and you come to Gatsby and you expect to have, you know, a hundred influencers a week coming on board, it's just we're not going to be a fit. And so, it's about getting the right expectations. And so, if you just throw a landing page up and think they're going to go to that landing page, it's just not going to work. So that's why I love having an order confirmation, and we just Figured out two weeks ago, how easy it is to add it. We used to think you have to be on Shopify Plus to add it there and that you don't. You can be on any Shopify version and you can just go and paste a Klaviyo form, like a couple of words. It's like a, it's a script tag directly on the settings page of Shopify and it shows up. So basically for a long time, we didn't have that option. So merchants didn't get enough traffic on their pop-up or they didn't want to mess with their pop-up. But now that it's post-purchase, post-conversion, we kind of solved that. So like, I guess let me summarize here. The failure would be that for merchants who wanted the most amount of influencers, they'd put a handle field on their initial pop-up window and it's pre-conversion. So with any form, the more field you add, there might be a decrease in conversion. It might be a decrease in number of emails that get entered. People will just psychologically, they see two fields versus one. They may not enter that form. So we would lose customers who would be afraid that there was no good way to collect handles because they didn't want to build a landing page and they didn't want to mess with their conversion rate. But now that we have order confirmation page available to all Shopify merchants, which is really recent, I don't know. I just feel like that's going to be a really good win for every brand listening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because at that point, they've already told you they're committed to you and they like you, right? Like they paid you. So like, you're good. That relationship is already deeper than if they just land on your site and see a pop up. So I imagine that converts a lot better too. It
1: does. And not only do they pay they're like authentic fans of your product, they just bought something. It also means they have something to show off on Instagram too. They have a product coming to their door in three days. So it's really a great place to ask for handle.
0: Yeah, I love that. And then what do you see is kind of like the brands that are having the most success? Like, What are they doing aside from just having a ton of traffic?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're actively promoting the strategy. So they're building landing pages. They're driving people to them through social posts. They like basically join our influencer program, right? We have a brand. Out of Australia, I think I can share their name because they did a blog post with us called uh, Kulani Keenies. and they just launched this beautiful strategy that involves basically using Gatsby as a loyalty program, right? So, like on your first mention, you get XYZ code. On your fifth mention of the brand on Instagram, you get a different code as for a higher discount, right? And so basically, the more you engage with Kulani, the more benefits you get. And they built the landing page as island themed. So as you travel up the mention counts you travel from island to island and you get closer and closer to like the goal island which is like where you want to be for a better perk system and it's a beautiful system really well designed their emails are brilliant and i just I love that example and you can go see more about them on our website as well as just go to kalani and check them out so that's one example i'll give and i'll even share one more Uh volcom the skate brand They have us in the pop up and Volcom really cares about quality of data. So they actually ask for more than just handle an email. They also ask, I think, for preferences on what you're looking for. Maybe it was gender, I can't remember right now, but they're wanting more data on you because they really care about personalizing the experience and giving you the right content that's going to resonate with you more than just collecting the most number of emails, which I want to say is a really important thing to consider. Like getting 100 emails with a lower engagement rate is no better for your business and probably just costs you more in costs than getting. 50 emails that are all more engaged. So they focus on that ladder and they use us with email and SMS to do the outreach because they have a phone number in the database as well. So it's really cool. You can hit your customers on different channels, not just email.
0: Oh yeah. So cool. And I love the, it was a swimwear brand. Is that what you said out of Australia?
1: Yeah. Hulani Pienies.
0: Yeah. I feel like Australia brands are just doing it all right.
1: They are. We have a lot
0: of them. Yeah. I'm like always so impressed. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And so guys, you know, that the most important thing is you got to talk, 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 talk about it. And if you don't, nobody cares. So it's really up to us to promote our businesses and what we're offering. So, you know, it's always a good reminder, friend. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure the audience hears today? No, I'll just
1: reiterate that there's time to still collect handles before Black Friday, depending upon when this podcast airs, and that it's super easy and to reach out to us because we have a really good comprehensive guide as well as a GIF, whatever you need to get this thing implemented really quickly. Like it takes five minutes. Five minutes that you can have handles sync into your Gatsby account and sync into Clavio. And secondly, if you're using YachtPod Loyalty or you're using Gorgeous, those are two really awesome secondary integrations where you can get influencer data directly into your customer service program, directly into your loyalty program. So you can reward mentions with YAPO loyalty points. So those are just more ways you can leverage this data. And a lot of it's really quick and easy to set up.
0: Very cool. Thank you so much. And I think you have a little special offer for the listeners. You want to tell them about that?
1: This is kind of a holiday special right now. So for the next three months, we're offering 30% off for those three months on our business or plus plans. So go ahead and just email us or chat us and mention Jessica on e-commerce badassery. And you'll take 30% off of your business or plus plan with us. And yeah, just go ahead and install our app on the app store. I mean, it's seven days free trial. Gatsby is the name. And once you're in there, you'll have a chat widget. Just chat us and we'll be able to implement that discount for you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Brett. I so much appreciate you guys listening. Listen to this one again, go check out the platform, add it into Shopify, check the show notes. I'll get some of those important links in the case studies that Brett mentioned. And of course, if you have any more questions of whether or not this is the right fit for you, come join me in the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you on the flip side, friend.